Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website, liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store. If you want to get the most out of your bait and be proud about it, you've come to the right podcast. It's time for the latest tips, tricks and news to make you a better baiter. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm bait mate Sean. It's, it's time, time for the Proud Baiters Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Proud Baiters Anonymous. No, that's not the name of the podcast. Oh, we're no longer <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Proud Baiters Podcast. There we go. How are you, Sean? <laughs> I'm good, mate. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> Ah, uh, I'm good to go. It's, I was, well, to be fair, I was Proud Baiters Anonymous for longer than we've been Proud Baiters. Mm. Um, so occasionally I just fall back into old habits, mm-hmm. little kind of muscle memory. It was a little earlier on this year that we decided to drop the anonymous, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. we're no longer anonymous. We are no, Proud Baiters. We are proud. Yeah. Um, it was funny. When I used to do community radio... About halfway through, they changed the phone number. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, the studio (laughs) phone number. And so, like so many times, I'd just be like, and give us a call on, no, give us a call on this number instead. (laughs) Like, come on, guys. Gosh. Help us out here. I mean, a phone number's not a, you know, especially like for a community radio station. So, a community radio station in Australia is a uh, non-for-profit Yes. Uh, radio station. It's not commercial. It's purely run by the, the community itself. Yeah. Um, and it's usually a, well, our landline numbers in Australia are, they're like nine digits. Eight. Yeah, eight digits. Yeah. Um, and they're hard to remember. And if you're yeah. going to change it, it's going to take a little bit of time. But also, like, they changed it. So I had a problem when I started that the last four numbers were almost to the frequency, mm. right? With a zero that I think they were trying to use instead of the decimal point. Right. But the zero was before. So the frequency was two numbers point something. Yeah. Right? But the zero was number zero, two numbers. Right. Okay. I'm like, come on, at least like. Get the zero in the right place if you're going to change the number. Mm. But they didn't. No. Anyway, that was like 15 years ago. I'm still <laughs> holding on to it. I, I was president of that station. Mm. And then I missed my fees payment by week and the treasurer outed me. Was that because you were too busy masturbating? No, it's because I was trying to fucking run the station. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make sure the station was solvent. Uh, but instead, the treasurer decided to get rid of me because I was a week late in paying my fees. Boo. Not that I've held a grudge or anything. 
Never. She once came into my studio. I used to host a youth program. This is totally off topic. I used to host a youth program, and she didn't trust youths of any description. Those delinquents. She just happened to come into the studio on a day she wasn't broadcasting to check on something at the time my youth show was on. Conveniently. Then fell asleep on the couch in the studio while I was preparing for the show. <laughs> and, like, we were having a band. Like, we were having a band into interview. And I had to be, like, be like, can you leave the studio? Because there's, like, me and two co-hosts and then three members of this band that I've got to fit in. But also, it doesn't look good for the station if someone's asleep on the couch when we bring people in for an interview. So, Very true. Can you leave and let me do my show, please? <laughs> anyway, it does matter now because podcasting a thing... And we are set up in my spare bedroom, which looks very good as a studio. Yes. If we were doing YouTube, which we're not. Um, but uh, the only person that's going to fall asleep in here is me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'd be pretty close second. True. Yeah. Um, it's been a long a long day. Yeah, long week. It's been a, a long month. week. A long but year. we are, when people are listening to this, into some getting close to summer. Mm-hmm. Because we are into November, mm-hmm. which means one thing is always a beta topic, but we won't get to that right now. How has your baiting been recently? Very Sean? up and down. Oh, yes? Yeah. Like literally up and down <laughs> and up and down and up and down and up and down. D- varying speeds. Um, yes. Uh, the frequency has been uh, a little better than it has been in the past. You, you vary your speed a lot more than me. Yeah. I noticed when we baited together. Mm-hmm. You do more slow stroking, whereas I usually stroke at the same speed with breaks in between. Mm. Yeah, we're quite technically different. You see, I found that if I if I do the the same kind of strokes that you you do, so the yeah. the quicker ones with the stops, I will blow straight up. Yeah. So because that's my you know that's my ten minute tug. That's, that's your finisher. My, yeah, that's my two stroke wonder. Yeah. So if I want to have something that does last a little bit longer, something that I can actually relax into and just, you know, sit back and... Yeah. yeah. Then it is that slower, more deliberate. Um, I also throw in a lot of testicular play. You also use lube. Mm. And slow stroking dry is less effectual, I think. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's just interesting that we have different Mm. techniques. Mm. Similar penises, but very different techniques. Different folks, different strokes. That's it. Yeah. How's your stroking been? Uh, Pretty good. I've balanced it out a bit. I did have a couple of weeks off work um, since our last episode we recorded. Um, So that's kind of a bit of up and down in terms of frequency because my partner has some time off at a similar time. So that means that we're both home a bit more, mm. which sometimes means I bait less. Mm-hmm. But it also means I don't get to work, mm. so I can bait more. So yeah, it's um a bit, it's a bit of both effects when I'm off work. But no, it's been good. It's been good. I'm getting the balance back. If you've listened to the Gay Erotica podcast, then you will have noticed some more stories coming through, and. I'm very close to doing the final edit on my novel to hopefully release before the end of the year, which I'm very excited about. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. There is at least two, I've mentioned it before, at least 
two masturbation scenes in this novel. Yep. Which we don't get a lot of in gay erotica because it's often about dicks in holes. Yep. But um, as a beta, um, I definitely wanted to put in some baiting stories. Mm -hmm. If you're not across already my gay erotic short stories, there are quite a few bait-related ones. The link's always in the episode description if you want to go over and have a listen. Or if you head to liamwilliams.com.au, then they're tagged with a beta story tag. Mm-hmm. If you want to read some bait erotica, they're there as well. So, yeah, I'm getting back on track with balancing working and baiting, I think. Good. Yeah. Good. Hurry up and finish that book so I can yes, yes. screw up my level of working and baiting. <laughs> That'd be well, great. I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> add more words, yeah. which is the, the tough thing to, yeah. to expand it a little bit so that um, it's good. And then next year... The plan is to have three novellas come out next year. Busy boy. You don't like yeah. to put too much tra- too much pressure on yourself, do you? No. No. no not at all. Never. Um, all right. So November. Oh. Is, we've all heard it now that we've re- listened. Uh, well, now that we're a few in, a days into the month, we have heard the conversations about No Nut November come up. Boo. Refer back to a previous episode and a research link that we found to actually tell you about the negative psychological effects of NoFap. Mm-hmm. If you are a few days into No Nut November... Stop. You, well, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> but if you are a few days into No Nut November and you are struggling, then uh, we're telling you to stop. Yeah. And you actually have a medical reason to stop. Mm-hmm. And if any of your buddies that you're talking to No Nut November with... Uh, have an issue, then send them the link to the episode Mm -hmm. so they can understand that it's for your own good. We here are completely against No Nut November, so I think we need to rename it to Non-Stop November. Non-Stop Nut November or Non-Stop November? Non-Stop November, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Non-Stop November. Or Nutty November. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'm much more for that than I am for Destroy Dick December. Oh, oh gosh. So I tried that. It just doesn't even make sense. I tried that last year. I think I lasted to like day eight. Eight's pretty good at our age. Oh. <laughs> Look, the, so the upside to it uh, was that my hands were very soft. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I believe last year at the beginning of December, um, we had a lot of really hot, sunny days. Yes. Um, I have. Uh, very fair skin, and but yep. I still love to be in the sun. Uh, but when I am masturbating, I prefer to either sit in the shade and be comfortable and cool mm. or sit inside. So I didn't get my pre-summer sunburn um, oh, okay. for the first eight days because yep. I was inside too busy choking the chicken and it, it hurt by the end of it. I also feel like if you're going to go for quantity, <clears throat> you can't have a long session. No. And so... You end up like instead of one hour and a half session, if your goal is eight, you're going to have eight, ten minute sessions. Well, because because I'm the kind of person who it's not an everyday thing for me to, yeah, yeah. to come. Um, I ended up by the fourth day, I think it was, I had alarms in my phone. Oh, yes, I remember. Like you were committed. Bait, bait. But, and it, it just kind of took away the thrill of it. Yes, yes. 
I I understand the fun of it. Mm. And I've said it before in our previous episodes about No Nut November. The one positive of No Nut November is guys talk to each other about masturbation. Yeah. And you will hear a guy say, no, I'm not doing it because I do it every day and I'm not going to be able to go 30 days without it. Exactly. So there are positive conversations that happen when No Nut November comes up. And no doubt some of you listening will have had them or heard them. But the actual effects, negative. Mm. If you've got no fat friends, get it. You don't need that negativity in your life. <laughs> like I, we, I've, I've previously had a mental health podcast and talk about t- toxic friends. Mm. No fat's got to be toxic oh. friend. Look, if you if you have somebody who is pushing for you to be doing no nut, then this is the perfect opportunity for you to open up those clear com- like those clear channels of of conversation around yep. masturbation. Yep. and you can front up say to them, "No, I'm not interested in it." I mean, this this is purely your own decision. We're not telling you not to do it. Whatever. Yep. This is a you thing. We've already told you what our thoughts are around it, and then statistically what the the medical benefits around masturbation are. But if you've got somebody, you know, maybe use it as that perfect opportunity to say, "Well, no, I actually I, I like to masturbate, um, and masturbation's good." Yeah, there will be people that will have brought it up jokingly, but this is the month where the nofap cultists really get on bored with it mm. and they really get out there with their little recruitment drive yeah and if they had pamphlets they'd be giving out pamphlets oh, they'd be standing at the train station yep. going excuse me have you heard the word they'd be knocking on the door and excuse me would you like can i talk to you about no fap like, no no thanks no no i'm actually fapping right now yeah, and you've sorry. interrupted me my hands are full yeah sorry mm. um can i get back my, to it would you like to join me oh. yeah Oh no! Would you, no. Oh. Yeah, because no. If they want to try to make me join their cult, then they can come and join our cult of fappers. Oh, it's not a cult. It's a it's a pastime. Much more positive. You know, some people like the football. I'd be a great cult leader. I reckon. <laughs> if anyone wants to find a property outside Melbourne near the beach, I'll run a cult. Oh. An old, like. What are they doing with that thing that they built there um, during COVID where people had to come and wait until they did their days of isolation? What are they doing with that? Maybe we could take that over as a cult. I have no idea. That'd be a great spot for a baiting cult. Mm, I suppose it's a very sterile environment. True. It's not near the beach, though. No. Anyway, um, No Nut November (laughs) is happening right now, but don't stick to that. We are doing non-stop or nutty November. Yeah. Now... That alone begs a question. Yeah. Can you masturbate too much? The short answer, I think, well, this is interesting, right? The A lot of pro-bait people out there and bait influencers, as people have termed us, other bait influencers, often say just a flat no. Which, and I understand the thinking behind saying a flat no in that we want to really go against the shame and the guilt around masturbation. Yeah. But I think of there are times when it can be too much. Mm. I've talked previously about, about being able to balancing baiting and working and writing and podcasting, and sometimes I have not balanced that well. 
So I would say that is a case where I'm masturbating too much. Yeah. But you found an article on AskMen.com. I did. As If you listened to last night, like one of the previous episodes, yeah. I've kind of fallen into this AskMen.com. Well, I've seen the cover photo good. and I can understand why. Oh, well. It's a very <laughs> hands-on website, really. Yeah. So the article is Truths About Masturbation, everything you need to know about your favourite solo time activity. And unlike last month, the last couple of weeks, this one is written by men. Hey. So it is Ask Men. So there's a few subheadings, negative views on masturbation, positive views on masturbation, how common is masturbation, and can you masturbate too much, which we thought we would delve a little bit into this week as we're talking about nonstop nut November. Now, uh, Dr. Jake, if I read his name correctly at the top of the article, Dr. Jason, my apologies, Jason, says, can you masturbate too much? Sometimes, and a few different reasons. Habitually masturbating to avoid something that you're not dealing with or to the extent that it's starting to mess up your life is a concern. Some guys masturbate to deal with stress, anxiety, sadness, loneliness, or relationship problems. In the moment, masturbation can provide relief, but as an ongoing strategy, it doesn't make things any better. If anything, it makes things worse. Now, I appreciate that um, because I will sit... If I am super stressed or if I'm anxious about something, um, I will sit and have a blank. Yes. And that will alleviate those concerns. However, it doesn't do anything about the problem itself. Yes. But then you get things like, you know, the CDC in the States um, talks about meditation. Like, and so if you, meditation actually doesn't solve any problems. No. And if you're sitting there by yourself doing something that clears your mind, we've said it before that masturbation can be a form of meditation. They definitely make the same sounds that you make when you're meditating. <laughs> so I think <laughs> the, the key word in all of this is, particularly talking about the dealing with stress stuff, is that he says as an ongoing strategy, doesn't make things better. Exactly. So if there is ongoing stress, anxiety, sadness, loneliness that you need to deal with, it doesn't deal with the problem. It just alleviates some of the stress. And it may be that you use the post-nut clarity to be able to address the situation. Mm. Um, and I certainly... Again, when I talk, when I did the mental health podcast, certainly there was like, when your emotions are high, you can't deal with things. And so you need to regulate that before you can actually deal with the problems. And maybe masturbation can be that. Mm. Um, the other thing that he says is some guys may masturbate so much that they miss out on important aspects of life like school, work, recreation, or relationships. This often increases anxiety, shame, and a sense of being alone. So that's probably the camp that I've fallen into a little bit in that it's gotten me behind on work. Mm. And there have been times where I've probably chosen masturbation as an activity as a recreation rather than something else. Yeah. Catching up with people or, like you said before, going outside and actually getting some sun. Yeah. Um, and so that's a balanced thing as well. Hmm. And then if you're missing out on those things, increasing the anxiety and the shame thing, um, and it can be if it's done too much, 
can be isolating. Yeah. Which is why there's quite a few online spaces for betas, including our Discord server. But in-person contact is better than online. Of course. Most of the time. Uh, But it's certainly a bit of a stopgap way, I guess, the online way of still having some connection. I think the uh, the one of the parts about the article that I found as a thinking point for myself with it yep. um, was the very last paragraph that he has in there, um, which which reads, masturbation is much like any other rewarding behavior, such as watching TV, being online, eating or playing video games. In moderation, it's great. If it, uh, if it starts to feel out of control to you, though, it's often a sign of some underlying problem that needs to be addressed. And yes, like I completely agree with it. Like I, yes, I I love to have a bait. I love to alleviate stress. Yep. With it, I like to calm my nerves and deal with anxiety. And but I also like to do it just for the hell of it. Yeah. Um, there've been times where I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to this social situation. Maybe I'll just stay home and wank. No, I should go out and see these people. Yeah. And I do I do often find that if I if I am home alone for a week or two. Yeah. The first four or five days is great because I'm like yes. I'm gonna sit and have a wank. This is great. I can get up and have a wank. I can have one at lunchtime. I can do one before dinner and then one before I go to bed. And it's novel, it's fantastic. And it's great to be able to do it. But then it kind of hits a point for me where I'm like, well, okay, so I'm overindulging myself here. You know, I'm going to take yep. away that enjoyment and the excitement that I get for it because I can do it so much. Let's just, you know, enjoy it, but just yep. don't overdo it. Yeah, it's the moderation thing and it's the balance thing that I talk about a lot. Mm. And like I've always said on the podcast, and I had a whole episode on it, that what we're about here is not doing it more it's about doing it more positively. Exactly. And more proudly. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to say, as much as we've called this month nonstop mm. November, maybe nutty November is better. Yeah. Because nonstop is going to result potentially in some negatives. Yeah. And we're not saying just do it more and more and more. Uh, we're saying it do it better. And like you said before, when we were before we turned the mics on, just add one more to your week or your day. Mm. You don't have to spend the whole day doing it, but if you normally do four a week, go for five or six a week. Mm. Or if you normally do it for ten minutes, go for twenty minutes. Or an extra ten minutes on that, or I don't know. Well, I suppose that's double. Go for if you do it for ten, go for twelve to fifteen. Yeah, you know, yes, baby that's steps. True. If you go for an hour, going to an hour and a half is not a big jump, but no. going from ten to twenty is doubling your amount of oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think if we're if we're not going to call it nonstop November, yeah, nutty November just doesn't quite have the same ring to it. So what if we were to call it Nutvember? Nutvember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe we could start it. Oh, no, I guess Movember already does that. It's like as a money raiser for prostate cancer because, as we've mentioned a few times, and another article has popped up, just pops up occasionally. Mm. Ejaculating 21 times a month reduces your prostate cancer risk by 31%. Cool. So this month already I'm 31% in the clear <laughs> yeah. of prostate yeah. cancer. If only that was exponential. 
<laughs> It'd be fine. There was another. Speaking of that, we did that did pop up, and so um, Harvard Health published another article about it. There was also an Australian study that uh, found that it reduced it in the quote is in all men who averaged four to six, four point six to seven ejaculations a week, they were thirty six percent less likely to be diagnosed with prostate cancer before the age of seventy than men who ejaculated less than 2.3 times a week. How so 4.6 to 7 is 21 a month fits into that. How can you ejaculate 0. 0.6 well, it's times? it's averaged. Oh. It's averaged. I mean, I'm, I would love to try and ejaculate 0. 0.6 times. Is that a ruined orgasm? Is a, four, is a 0. 0.6? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if a ruined orgasm would be good for your prostate, though. Oh, no, it would have built up the pressure. Yeah. So don't try and have 0.6 of an ejaculation. Maybe the 0.6 comes if you like have a lot of pre-cum. Yeah, that's true. That'd have to be a lot to get 2.6. That's almost a full one. That's two-thirds of an ejaculation. I don't usually pre-cum. So I suppose if I have some pre-cum, does that consider as a 0.6? No, because it'd have to be two-thirds of the amount of your normal ejaculation. Which is a lot of pre-cum. I don't do that much. (laughs) No, no, me neither. Anyway, it's obvious. It's a mathematical average. We're not uh, saying to try it. Although if you you do have a a way to do it. (laughs) Yeah, let us know. But get over five a week is what um, between the Harvard study and the Australian study that for some reason Harvard didn't link to say is good for your prostate. Mm -hmm. And so Nutvember is going to be a very good month for our prostates. It will be. So let us know how you're going. Or if you're doing the No Nut November, let us know how you're going with that as well. And as I've said every year, let us know why. Mm. Why are you doing No Nut November? I know a lot of people do it to kind of be like, to quote Seinfeld, that they are the master of their domain. Yeah. Um, And I've tried to abstain from it for that purpose but then i'm also like but it's fun so i'm going to do it anyway well you see it's it's something like what you just said i i did dry july this year yes so that's um that's a month without drinking you raise money for cancer research and i've never in my life thought that i wanted to not drink yep um but thought maybe i'm drinking too much so i did i did dry july and got halfway through it and realized how much I do actually drink. Yeah. Um, and it actually, it felt really good. So maybe that's a reason why people are doing No Nut November. You know, maybe they think that they're spending too much time um, on their on their dick or they're spending too much time having sex. And they just want to prove to themselves that they can actually live without it. Or it could be a bit of a reset. Yeah. And oh, the yeah. same as the juice cleanse that you do after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the juice cleanse on December one yep. when you cleanse out all that pent up jizz. Yeah, um, yeah, it could be a bit of a reset to look at and go. Oh, actually, I don't need it to be a part of my life to this extent. And it can either be yes, maybe I am doing it too much, or no, actually, what I was doing does actually fit into my life. Mm. So if you're doing no nut November. Don't let us guilt you into silence. Let us know if you're doing it and why. Mm. You can get in touch with us on the Discord server or you can email news at proudbaiters.com 
um, if you want to do it old school. Like I feel like email's old school now. Well, if you want to send me a, 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 a handwritten letter. <laughs> no, but doesn't email feel like an old school way of getting in touch with someone? Not like in a work operation sense. Obviously, email still is the work operation oh, sense. Oh, no, not for me. But like if you're getting in touch with someone like from a podcast, you're not emailing them. You're no. DMing them on the socials. Yeah. Or joining our Discord server. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird mm. that email... I remember getting taught what email was at school. Yes. And now it's like, oh, only old people email. Oh, look, it's, it's as far as email goes, everybody at work... Uh, or the majority of people at work feel that it's necessary to put, hello, how are you today? Oh, and then yeah. getting to the body of it and go, thank you very kindly, so-and-so. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I ain't got time for that shit. No. I'm just like, hey, have you done this? I've even people like- Thanks. Bye. Do greetings and farewells in our messaging app that we use at work. Mm. I'm like, I don't need hi. No. I know who it's from because your little face bubbles there. Mm-hmm. Just go, do you have this? I need it at 11 o'clock. Done. Mm. You don't like, anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. No, I, no, if we're spending too much time talking about how emails are written, then. Episode's over. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Proud Baiters podcast. Get in touch on the Discord server, which will be linked in the episode description. Thanks, Sean. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Proud Baiters podcast. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm Batemate Sean. Keep up to date with the chat on the Proud Baiters Discord. And if you want early access to every episode and a whole heap of extras, sign up to the Liam Williams Patreon. Until next time, happy happy baiting. baiting. Hey, Baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the Beta community to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.